Welcome to the sixth episode of my new podcast, The Princess Power Podcast. I'm your host, Mallory, a teacher, friend, cat lover, plant mom, yoga enthusiast, and a princess. Um, You guys know everybody calls me princess. Um, Honestly, I'm not very proud of this, but at one point in time, my name on Facebook was even princess, so people could just search me by typing it into the uh, search bar, but um, we've moved on from that, unfortunately, I know. Um, Anyways, it's still a nickname. Everyone still knows me by princess. Um, the whole This whole podcast idea came about while I was teaching my students about podcasts and I was brainstorming with them, just kind of giving them examples and then this came up and I'm like, hey, this would be kind of fun. So here we are. The purpose of this podcast is just to address some of the issues that we face as women in today's society. Today I'm going to introduce you to Debbie and I'm excited because she is someone that I really look up to and she has given me a lot of really good life advice over the years Um, and we're going to be talking about the Gallup's Strength Finder Assessment. If you have never heard of this, I very strongly encourage you to um, go to their website. I'm going to provide a link for it in the description and you should definitely take the assessment. Honestly, you should buy the book and it comes with a code to take the assessment, but I think you can also just do the assessment online. Um, but the purpose is to like learn the things that you're just kind of naturally good at and your talents that um, you can focus on rather than focusing on what you're bad at or what needs work or why and it makes you feel bad like why am I not good at these things Um, so Debbie is going to talk to us about using our strengths but also appreciating strengths that other people have and using them and working well with other people so let's get started Hi, Debbie. Good morning. Welcome to the Princess Power podcast. I am so excited to see your face. I haven't seen you in like years, I think. Um, So I'm really excited that we can um, Zoom this morning and catch up a little bit. And I think that you'll have a lot of insight for um, everyone listening to this podcast. So good morning. Welcome. Um, For everyone listening, Debbie is was my campus minister. Um, I'm not in college anymore, but also just a really good friend and mentor. Um, And I will kind of let her introduce herself. Debbie, what do you want people to know about who you are? Good morning, Mallory. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. Um, I've never been on a podcast before, so that's kind of exciting and thrilling and scary. Um, But Yes, my name is Debbie Weidenheimer, and I am a mom and a wife, first and foremost. And then I have a dream job of being a Catholic campus minister at a public university in Texas. And it's the best job I never knew I could ever want, but that I've had for like 20 years in love. Awesome. Um, So today I wanted to talk to you specifically about strengths and maybe not even just strengths, but like how to use your strengths. Um, and so in my class, we have been talking about like figuring out who you are as a person and then like embracing that and 
like once you figure out the things that you're naturally good at and embrace that, that you will just be happier and like, yeah, more successful in like all aspects of life. So um, one thing that stood out to me um, was when I think I was still a freshman um, and I was still kind of just getting to know you and you're like, oh, you haven't taken the strengths finders test. And you're like, here, I have an extra code. And you were so like genuinely just wanted to know everybody's strengths. And ever since I've found out what my strengths are, I'm the same exact way. Like, um, at my last school, I bought like slowly because books are expensive, but I slowly mm-hmm. bought books for all of my coworkers. I'm like, we can work <laughs> together and this yes. will help us be a good team. So I love strengths finder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that you would be a good person to give us some insight. So, um, to start out, can you just tell us your top five strengths and maybe give a little bit of, um, background, like what each strength kind of general means, if it's not obvious sure. for the name. So my top five are input, learner, belief, achiever, and intellection. And I don't think I gave them to you in the proper order, but that's my top five. Input, learner, achiever, belief, intellection is the right order. Um, and input is they collect things. And so it might be um, stuff. They could become hoarders, <laughs> um, but it also could be information, knowledge. It's anything that they kind of collect. Um, learner. It kind of is implied they like to learn. Um, a learner can like to pick up a little bit about a lot of different things. They may never become a pro at any one thing, but they like to just pick up different information and learn about it. And they get all excited about learning new things. Um, achiever, they like to achieve. They like to make lists and cross things off. Um, they are, I mean, again, that's a great quality to have. Um, at times it can be exhausting because you don't want to go to sleep at night if you haven't crossed things off your list, um, but they get things done. Um, belief is that having like a really strong sense of what's right and wrong and having a strong like moral compass. And again, it can be a really valuable thing, but it also can be something that creates you to be judgmental um, and maybe cast aside somebody because your belief is not allowing you to grow a relationship with them. And so Again, all the strengths have their own little shadow side. And then intellection, they like to think on things and chew on things and process things and be in their head a lot and just have conversations in their head a lot. So that is my top five. And I like how you um, kind of talked about like the positive and negatives of each Mm -hmm. strength, because one thing I noticed when I was um, having my coworkers figure out their strengths a lot of them were disappointed. Like one of my uh, coworkers had her top five were like all these really strong, like gung ho, like mm-hmm. futuristic and achiever and like all these things. I'm like, wow, I wish I was like that. And she's like, this is awful. This is why everyone hates me. So <laughs> it is like interesting that every single strength that's out there could be seen in like a good mm-hmm. and bad way, yeah, depending absolutely. on how you use it. And I think absolutely. that's why it's important to realize it is a strength and Mm -hmm. that it can be used as a strength, even if other people say that it's not a good thing. Right, right. Um, Debbie, what ways do you see yourself using your strengths? And it can be like those five strengths or any strengths, other strengths that you think you have, but like just on a day-to-day basis, whether it's as a campus minister or a mom or a wife, how do those things just help you through your daily normal life? 
I am obsessed with strength. So I think <clears throat> probably 20, it was over 20 years ago when I first was asked to take the inventory when I worked in higher ed and having an undergrad in psych, I was like, oh, I've taken personality inventories. They're fun. I'll do this one too. Um, but when I encountered strengths and found out that it was rooted in positive psychology, which I, you have positivity in your top five, I do not, but I definitely like to look at things with a glasses half full outlet. So knowing that strengths was positive based and knowing that like, if you take Myers-Briggs, I can meet somebody else who has the same Myers-Briggs as me and we're not the same person at all. And, or like people get into Enneagram, same thing. You can find somebody else that's the same as you, but you're not alike. But I love strengths because you will not find somebody who has the same five specifically in the same order. It's like statistically impossible to find somebody else. They're so unique to you. And I like um, things that are unique. I think like the strength of individualization, I don't have, but I think that that is one that is beautiful because it's like we're all made different and unique and beautiful. And so strengths really um, highlights that. And I know in any given day, my input, I, I, when I was a kid, I collected stuff. So my room was full of like, I collected spoons. Whenever we went to a different state, I had a spoon for that state. And I collected, I, I collected stickers. I collected um, stationery. I collected stuff. And then as I've grown older um, and moved a lot, stuff is not so much fun to have to move and collect and to keep, but I like to collect thoughts and opinions and information. And I am chronic for like asking somebody, what do you think about this? And people often are like, oh, she's asking because she like wants my opinion and then she's going to do it. And I won't even do what they say, but I love to know. I just love to hear other people's perspectives so much. And so I know I collect now like information and knowledge and ideas. I just, I love that. And that those really dovetail into my learner and intellection, because again, I, when I'm fascinated by something like Google is terrible because I'll get there and I'll be like, oh, wait, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And I'll go down 10 rabbit holes trying to actually just do one thing because so many things fascinate me. So that takes me off in my like learner. And then intellection, again, I, that intellects like to chew on things. And I um, I love to just sit with myself and be by myself and think about things. And people have no idea that they've like interrupted this self-time, like I'll be annoyed with my kids or something. So I'm like, oh, come on. I was having a really good moment with myself. Nobody else knows that, but I just, I like to sit and think and chew on things a lot. And our good friend, Tiffany, she has the same strength and totally the same. And people are like, oh, she's approachable. I want to go talk to her. And she's like, I'm really having tiff time and I want to be with myself. And so, um, yeah, that my intellection comes out that way. Achiever, again, I have lists here at work. I have lists in my car. I have lists in my phone. I have lists at home. I love lists and I love crossing things off lists and I love getting things done and it feels so good to get things done and it feels so bad to not. So um, I, that's every day there's lists and it makes my family crazy that I have lists everywhere that I've lists for, I make lists for other people too, even if they don't want them. <laughs> Here's your things you need to do. So yeah. And then belief I think has motivated me in a lot of the relationships I have. I think when I was younger, it, prevented me from having relationships with people because I was very much like, this is what I believe is right. And if you're not doing things that are right, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you. And I think I probably missed out on opportunities with people that now that I'm older and I can understand, like, I can still have those same belief set. But again, one in our Christian value, people are, should be allowed to change and be forgiven. And so to have that open heart and also to recognize that um, just because 
I personally have this particular moral compass or belief set does not mean that that is in line with everyone else's. And so um, it has kept me out of trouble, I think, a lot in life because I, I really didn't fall into peer pressure because I'd be like, no, that's just wrong. But it also probably, again, has kept me out when I was younger, kept me out of relationships because I didn't give people the chance that I could have, that I do now. That was a very good explanation of like individually, each one, how they can be helpful. Um, what about like, can you think of any specific experiences throughout your entire life, like where you've had to make some kind of hard decision or something that you've had to overcome and you can think like specific, I relied on the fact that I'm good at this, or I have this strength and that really helped me through that time. Most recently, um, my husband and I have been considering becoming foster parents. And that's a very big decision. And it's one that um, all my whole life, I was like, I would adopt kids, but I always said I would never ever do it foster care because it's too hard and my heart would be broken. Um, and so again, but God has broken through into sharing with both of us that it's something to consider. But so then that then opens up all these other doors and my strengths, I can feel have been utilized a lot in when I very first was like, okay, if this is something that we're going to consider, then I need to investigate everything there is to know about the Texas state foster system. So that's my, again, my input and my learner, just like going online and reading everything and reading, um, you know, what all the laws are and doing all of that research. Um, but then I need to hear people's personal stories and I don't like to just rely on what I can, what like, documents I can read or what's on the web. And so um, I, through friends of friends, found out people, couples who had gone through foster care and adoption that I didn't even know. And I'm shy. I don't really like to meet new people, but it's so important for me in this big family decision to investigate that I was like, okay, we need to go meet these couples and like talk to them. And I want to hear everything. I want to hear the good things and the bad things. I want to hear the things no one's telling you. And so we went and none of these couples that I came to know leave and live in Wichita Falls. So we went and traveled to different places to meet these couples in their homes and meet their um, children and talk to them. And again, I was like, I need, and that's, I think that's the learner and the input. And then the intellection is to just consider it and chew on it and think on it and pray on it. Um, and then I think it also really has engaged my belief in a lot of different ways because there are many things that are not good, that are not going, that are not good stories about foster care. And it hurts my belief and sitting in trainings and hearing stories that are heartbreaking and that shouldn't happen to kids. Um, and my belief was all over, like up in arms about it. And, um, and I'm thankful again, my husband has adaptability, which helps to be like, okay, it's okay. You know, we need to, um, his strengths help complement mine when I get stressed out about these things because um, it's hard. And it, my belief makes you want to be like, this is wrong. It needs to change. And I need to like, you know, change the whole system. Well, no, I just need to gently open my heart to one child and do the best with that one child and go from there. But um, I can feel my strengths activated in this whole process. And I don't know where it's going. I mean, it's, we're in the middle of it, but I can feel that my strengths are engaged in it very much. How did you find uh, couples? Like, were they just people you just kind of knew? Or is there like couples out there that are like, hey, if you have questions, 
Um, in sharing with some of my close friends that it was something that we were praying about and considering, then in two different cases, friends of mine like said, oh, I have a friend that I work with that just um, took in a child for foster care or just adopted one through the foster system. It happened very like, I didn't expect it, but in, in three different cases, people were like, I have somebody you could talk to. And so it was nobody I knew directly, but through friends that I had asked to like, will you pray with us about this? Or will you, you know, let me just tell you that we're thinking about this. Um, you just made my connectedness very happy because of uh -huh. course you tell someone and they're like, oh, I have someone. And then it just, yes, all that's so true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. Um, definitely. You told those people for a reason because they could connect you to the people that yes. had good things for you to hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, Debbie, how has using your strengths helped you grow and change as a person? Self-awareness is really important to me. And I think that knowing what your strengths are and really understanding them moves that, again, your self-awareness. And I think that one of the key things they always tell you in, as you learn your strengths is to find somebody else who knows you well and have them read them back to you because there's so many times they might be something that either we don't enjoy about ourselves, but it's really who we are or something we don't see in ourselves because it's so prevalent, it becomes almost <laughs> not in our vision. Um, so I think that asking others to speak back to you, what they see in you, in you and your strengths is really revealing and helpful along that journey. And I always recommend students do that too, um, especially when they read it and they're like, what is this? And I'm like, ask, ask your best friend, ask your parent, ask your sibling. And then they hear it and they're like, oh, I see. Um, but I also think that it helps a lot because it's focused in not weakness prevention. And I think our world is very much about like, oh, you don't do this well, you should practice it and do it better. And really that I don't think is very effective in life. And so if you can understand your strengths, then you can know like, these are things that I can bring to the table. And these are things that I can bring. But if I'm not good at something, I need to find someone else who is and bring them with me as opposed to trying to like fix that flaw in myself. Um, so I think that that is very helpful in this whole like, you know, I don't know, journey of life and strengths is to recognize that we have weaknesses and we're not meant to just perfect all of those, but really to hone in on the things we're good at and find people who are good at the things that we're not and work with them. That leads in perfectly to my next question, which is about like relating to other people and knowing other people's strengths. Um, yes. So do you have any specific examples that you can think of? Like you mentioned your husband with adaptability and he can kind of counter when you're, when you get stressed out. Yes. Um, can you think of any other times when like knowing other people's strengths has helped you work better with them? Sure. Definitely. Um, I mean, you were one of my students once and I always like my student leaders to take the inventory and then especially with like retreats, or if we're going to yeah, go somewhere, if I can find somebody who has a ranger, they can pack a car better than anyone. Um, or they can set up a room better than anyone. So I like, okay, who's got a ranger? And I will literally say, or just last week, I was with a leadership team and I said, does somebody in here have strategic? Because we were needing to make a really specific plan for how we were going to move forward with something. And I couldn't see how it could go. And then one of my girls raised her hand and she said, I have it. I said, okay, you're the one that's going to help us. How do we move forward and strategically figure this out? And she, she had it right away. Um, 
woo, which I think that's one of yours as well. If I need someone to be like hospitality, a greeter to meet new people, I'm going to find my woos or my includers because that's what they want to do. That's what they're good at. Um, what other ones? Futuristic is another good one. Again, if we're doing planning, find somebody with futuristic who can look forward to it, but also having someone with context who can look backwards and say, these are parts of our past so we don't want to lose in whatever it is we're doing. Um, I think having those you know, bookends on a team is really exciting. Depending on what you're doing, if you have you know, a situation that requires like really tender, gentle um, accompaniment, somebody with empathy, because they can feel that those emotions and know how to walk with somebody in that. Um, yeah, there's, I, I love to just think what strengths do I need in this and developer, they help bring out the best in others. Like I said, individualization, they really can see everyone for their uniquenesses. So I think, um, yeah, if you could have a room full of all 34, that'd be amazing. I've never had that, but. I love, you can just, I'm, you can just like rattle them off. Like, you know, all of them. Me, sometimes I'm like, uh, well, and when I have other people do it, I always, I'm like, don't tell me what it is yet. Cause I want to guess, you know, but then I yes. have to go through my book and see, okay, <laughs> I think you might be this one or this one. Yes. But I can't just, that's, I've never thought of like thinking about other people like that. Like in a situation like, okay, who would be good at this? Who has this strength? I, mm -hmm. that's what I want to start doing. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I think that would help in like so many situations. You kind of already gave really good advice, but do you have any advice for, I teach middle school right now. And then I have taught high school in the past. And that's kind of um, what I like to direct the podcast to. So do you have any advice for like middle schoolers or high schoolers um, in like finding their strengths, using their strengths, being proud of their strengths, that kind of stuff. First of all, in junior high and high school is that age when people are often told what they can't do. And there's a lot of like, you can't do this and you can't do that. And focusing on what they can do is very empowering. And that is really what I think um, I would want to tell junior high and high schoolers. Like, don't worry. Don't let the world tell you what you can't do. Figure out what you can do. And I don't believe in that you can do anything that you want to be because I think that that's not true. But to understand what those strengths are and to really figure out, okay, how can I use, you can like look at strengths and there's books that help you figure out your major based on strengths. Like what would be good in college for you to do based on these strengths? So really understanding what you're good at and then where can this lead and not listening to all of the negative voices that say you're not good. At I mean, as parents, we're really bad about like, which class are you doing poorly in? Okay. I'm going to talk to you about that class as opposed to celebrating like, Oh, you're getting an A in this class. Good job. How is it? You're getting an A in that we look straight and I'm guilty of it. Even knowing strengths, like if you got a D you do it as a teacher too. Yeah. We, we look to the negative and then say, how do we fix this? And that's not to say you shouldn't get good grades or whatever, but to look to the positive and say, how come you're doing well in this one? What is it that's making this class or this job or this whatever easier? And like understanding that about yourself and moving forward with that, as opposed to spending all this energy on what you can't do and what you need to like work harder at. And I think high school, junior high and high school need to hear those messages because they hear a lot of negative messages. Thank you so much, Debbie. You always have. See, I knew you'd be perfect. You have like the best <laughs> advice. Um, that takes us pretty much to the end. Do you have anything else you'd like to add or any final comments? I think, again, if your audience to really be talking to is like middle school or high school, 
for them to consider that your five strengths are so unique and your purpose in life is as unique as those five strengths. And so to just be okay with like, I don't know yet, but there's a purpose and there's a plan and it's beautiful and unique. And again, I'm a witness to like what I do and what I love is nothing I even would have considered back then. So don't get worried about, there's so much pressure about what are you going to do in the future? What is this doing for that? But really to, you know, just get to know what you can do well and find ways to do that in life and life will be good. It will be still challenging, but it'll be good. Thank you so much, Debbie. Um, I really appreciate you taking time. I'm taking time away from your students um, that could be hanging out with you. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. Welcome. Um, it's fun to talk to you. Thank you. Yes, I'm so glad we were able to do this. One more big thank you to Debbie for taking time out of her day to chat with me about strengths. Um, she is just overall an uplifting person and it's always great to talk to her. Um, but I seriously am so lucky to have someone who can give me guidance the way that she has, especially in my college years when you're still like figuring out how to be an adult and everything. It was really um, a blessing to have her. Thank you again to all of the listeners, and as always, you guys are what makes this podcast keep going. So, um, if you like listening, please, please, please tell your friends to listen as well. Um, like, share, comment, subscribe, rate, anything, whatever options there are, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um please get the word out. And I also have a Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash princess power. If you'd like to support me that way, I have some really cool swag to give to my supporters on Patreon. So um, yeah, I think that this is going to be a fun thing and I'm really excited about it. I will see you the next episode. Bye-bye.